The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Today we're going to be in Psalm chapter 47, and we're just going to dive right into that this morning. But I'm going to start with a question. Um, I've been watching, you know, different things in the news and listening to different people as kind of as Christians, we respond to it. And, and I, I said this on Sunday night, even so Lord come quickly. Lord, we, I do believe every, I think every Christian, every preacher has said this and every Christian would state that we believe that we are in the end days. All the prophecy seems to point to it. Uh, I will say, and my father and others thought the same thing back then, but it, 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 there's no reason not to believe that's what God wanted us to believe. And so it's easy for us to see how everything's unfolding, and it's unfolding that would fit a world that is fit the depiction, this description of the tribulation and all the things that are coming at the end time. Um, and it's easy for us, therefore, to say, Lord, please come quickly, and let's just kind of get through. And, and don't get me wrong, I think that there's hope in the fact that through all of the chaos in our world right now, that God could come at any point and take us away from it, and then all of it would make a little more sense. But here's the question, what if God doesn't come in the next 10, 20, 30 years? What, what if he doesn't? I, I, I personally would be surprised if he doesn't, but what if he doesn't? And uh, what if, you know, what if I do live long enough to see my grandchildren and to see the day that God takes me home? How do I deal with what I see in the world, what people want to call chaos, whatever you want to say? How do, how do we deal with it? Well, one of the things that I would say, probably the core to it, is, you know, I... I could, we could probably write an article, put five, seven, eight things. We could talk about where Paul, or the author of Hebrews said, you know, looking into Jesus, the author of our faith, keeping our eyes on Jesus, trust in his presence. And these are all very, very great things. But I think the primary thing that would be the greatest help for us in the midst of all of this is to remember that God is still on his throne. God is still in control. And then while he's, while he's given us a free will, and these things are not necessarily happening because he controls them, they're happening because he's allowing them, and we won't always understand all of that, um, he is not surprised by the events of the day. He's not surprised by any of it. Any decision that is in a desire to get God out of every institution out there, he is not surprised. He's warned us of that. So what do we do? Well, we're going to look at a book that was written many, many years before any of this happened in scenarios to where these things were kind of reminder of what we're dealing with today, what we see, how they dealt with some much worse back in the Bible days. So Psalm chapter 47, uh, the Bible says this, Oh, clap your hands, all ye people, shout, shout unto God with the voice of triumph. For the Lord most high is terrible. He is a great king over all the earth. He shall subdue the people under us and the nations under our feet. He shall choose their inheritance for us, the excellency of Jacob, whom he loved, Selah. God is known, up, uh, God is gone up with a shout, the Lord with the sound of a trumpet. Sing praises to God, sing praises. Sing praises unto our God, sing praises. For God is the king of all the earth. Sing ye praises with understanding. God reigneth over the heathen. God sitteth upon the throne of his holiness. The princes of the people are gathered together, even the people of God of Abraham, for the shields of the earth belong unto God. He is greatly exalted. 
I like what he says in verse 7, for God is king of all the earth, sing ye praises with understanding. So really he starts off, really most of it's talking about exalting God, lifting God up, singing praises to him. And he even repeats that a couple of times in one of the verses. You know, one of the things we do when we come to church, one of the reasons for what we call corporate worship is to come and corporately in a group worship God. Now, we hope you're still worshiping God at home. We hope there's a time when you're in your Bible alone, a time when you're in prayer, a time when you alone can just stop and worship God in praise. Yes, even maybe sing a song. Unashamedly be willing to let God be part of your daily life. But we also hope that you understand that there is a need for private worship and then there's also a need for corporate worship. And, and I understand, please understand, more than just tradition, church, if we allow it, can turn into just that, just a tradition. And, and traditions in and of themselves, if they become just traditions, lose their efficacy, they lose their purpose, they lose why we go to them. And so we come, we sing a few songs, we sit for a little bit during the message, we go on with our day. And if we're just looking at tradition, then that's all we get from it. Then it, it, it ends. And so in our service ends on 11.15, 11.15, 11.30. At that point, we walk out the door. We go on with our day, not taking heed to much of what just took place in there. That's what happens when all we do becomes tradition. One of the things that happens in life, though, is... When we go through the battles of life, when we go through the things that we can't control, when life seems to just be outside of our control and outside, you know, just seems to be falling apart, then we come to church and, and then tra tradition disappears because I need more. I need more than just the tradition of church. I need to hear from God. I need to be encouraged from God. I need, we talked about recently, I need that refuge. I need that encouragement. I need that strength. I need that reminder of God's presence. And church is one of those places we find that. And so that's why we come. We come in corporate worship because we, re we come and gather on people to remind ourselves that we're not alone in this and that we're not the only ones fighting the battles that are in front of us. We're not the only ones dealing with this. This is something that many are dealing with. And it eliminates all of the things that separate us in the world from our, 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 our income to our backgrounds to our race and all these things that the world is fighting so hard to separate us on. All of that eliminates when we come to before we come together to church. We walk in that door and we are unified in one thing and that's Jesus. And we can look back at that and see the confidence. And that's why he says, sing praise to God because all of the things that are happening in the world disappear. He goes, he says, the Lord most high is terrible. He's the great king over all the earth. Please understand, not just true Christians. He's over, uh, great over all the earth. Ultimately, he's going to rule and reign on the throne of his father, David. And, he's, and that, we know that's the millennial kingdom. And until that happens, there's chaos. But we still understand that God is on his throne in heaven, not surprised by the events of the world. Verse 3, he shall subdue the people under us and the nations under our feet. Of course, he's talking about Israel. As much as people want to get them, they ultimately will be subdued. And in Israel, think about it. One of the smallest nations in the world, yet one of the most powerful and most controversial. Well, that's obviously because their connection to Jesus. Uh, he said, he shall, verse 4, he shall choose our inheritance for us. The excellency of Jacob, whom he loved. He, we, he shall choose. He shall take care of us. He shall bless us. And then he goes on and just talks about being able to sing the praises of God. And verse 7, do that with understanding. With what understanding? That God is on the throne, that God is in control. You see, it's so easy for us to view all the events and say, here's what, here's what we can say. All right, this is easy to, for us to get to. We, we look at the events of the world and say, from what I think God is, or from what I want God to be, 
then what's happening doesn't make sense. See, many times we want God to be a God that just eliminates all evil and only allows good. You know, if God were really alive and God were really working, then we'd have nothing but good in the world. And yes, if God literally took over and eliminated all of that, one day that will be true. In the millennial reign, that will be true. But right now, we know that Satan is the prince and the power of the air, and God has allowed him to have his reign for a time. And so, but God sits back, and it's unique. It's one of those things that we'll always struggle understanding because God's in control, but given freedom to other people to make decisions of which he would differ. So we look and say that just because God is not responding in the way that we think he should, does not mean that God is not responding. So instead of coming and saying, God, I'm struggling trusting you because I think you should go this way. Lord, I need you to guide me and I need to see your, your direction, see your face, hear your voice in the midst of the times that make no sense. See, God's still moving, God's still on the throne. So we, we can easily get to doubt God, we can easily get to wonder what's really going on because things are not happening the way we think they should. But if we stop looking at all of these things from the perspective of, I'm doubting God because things aren't going the way I want to. And if we change that and we went to a perspective of, God, I'm not concerned about the events going on in life because you're on the throne. Two different perspectives, but they come to our view of God and of God on the throne. And here he says, lift up. Why can I come to church and praise God in the midst of chaos, in the midst of the things in my life that I wish were better? Because God's on the throne and somehow he will use this for his glory. Why do I come and read the word of God? And why do I go through life not allowing it to consume me with fear? Why? Because God's on the throne. He knows what's going on and he will take care of all the things coming our way. I wish he did it the way I wanted him to sometimes. I wish he did it quicker. But that's exactly the point. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Which means, I, and he says, and lean not into your own understanding. I don't look at all what's going on from my perspective. I look at it from his perspective. Or I look at it from the perspective of God's on the throne, and I trust him in that. Can I encourage you? This is one of the easiest things to say. All of us would come to church and say it. We'd say it to our kids. We'd say it to each other. We'd say it to the unsaved. We would say it over and over again. But I'm asking you to dig down deep when it's really struggling and when the rubber meets the road and when life's not working and everything seems to be falling apart. That's when we have to believe it. May you trust in him and believe it today. More than just a theoretical or theological truth in your head, may it be something that guides you. May it be something that gives you peace. May, as we read just a couple days ago, may it be something that offers refuge, strength, and a reminder of his presence. And may we put our trust in him. Thanks so much for joining us on this Friday edition of our podcast. We appreciate the time you've given us to just take a couple minutes in the word of God with you. Uh, We hope it's an encouragement. We hope you have a great weekend. Enjoy the time, get some rest, and we look forward to seeing you Sunday morning at 10 o'clock in the morning, five in the evening. Uh, in the evening, either here on property or online. God bless. We'll, We'll see you again on Monday morning.